1: We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. We're entering a great season for praising and worshiping the Lord. But let's begin with praying together. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you, we praise you, and honor you. We thank you for your moedim, your appointed times, Lord, because it reminds us of who you are, and what you've done, and your faithfulness. And so, Lord, we just bless you, we thank you, we pray for an anointing upon the broadcast this day, and that you, your name will be lifted up, and you will be, receiving glory from everything we do. We love you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, good morning, good morning. First, I'd like to wish everybody a happy new year. What? You're confused? Don't be confused. (laughs) Exodus 12.2 says, This month will mark the beginning of months for you. It is to be the first month of the year for you. And they're talking about the month that contains Passover. It's the first month of the year. So, Happy New Year. And that was yesterday, the first of Nisan. Saturday, yep, the first of Nisan. That was the biblical New Year. Yes, it is a great season for you, a great great season. I pray for your church to participate with us. Passover actually begins Friday evening, April the 19th. So come to one of our congregational Passover seders, or there's still time for one of our rabbis to come to your church and give a Passover demonstration, or speak about the spring feast found in Leviticus 23 that we'll talk about today. You can also get from us a Haggadah, which is a booklet, for each person at your table so that you can lead a Passover Seder at your house with your family and friends. Each Haggadah booklet is $3. You can call Karen at 813-831-5673. She'll take care of all your requests. We have also another booklet called Counting the Omer, which is a 50-day devotional. It's available, again, for you for 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 only $3 each this will include the cost of mailing them to you so counting the Omer is is based on Leviticus 23:15 uh and 16 and i would suggest you get some for gifts for children or for older people or for whomever neighbors friends look every day we count we are reminded of the link between Passover, which commemorates the exodus and deliverance from Egypt and from sin, symbolically, and Shavuot, which is the Feast of Weeks 50 days later, which you know is Pentecost, which commemorates the giving of the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, and, of course, God's Ruach, God's Spirit, right? Right? It reminds us that the redemption from slavery was not complete until we received the Torah, or God's Word. It also reminds us that without God's Spirit, we don't have the ability to understand His Word, nor do we have the ability and the strength to keep His Word. Also, I'd like to mention to you on April 28th which is a Sunday afternoon. I'll get back with you in the exact time. Put it on your calendar. Let your pastors know that you should join us in the March of Remembrance. We do this each year. We're meeting at, well, I guess we're meeting at 4 p.m. That's it, at the Florida Holocaust Museum in St. Pete. And the purpose is to never forget, never forget the Holocaust, never forget. Uh, supporting Israel, never forget, uh, standing against genocide and, uh, which is around the world. We want to raise awareness of the dangers of remaining silent. And we want to motivate people, right, to pray for America, for Israel and for the world. So come bring your churches, make large signs and walk with us or meet us at North Stroud Park for music and inspirational speakers. Find out more, get flyers, which you can hang up, call Karen at 813-831-5673. And one more thing, if you would like to send us a gift so that we can stay on the radio in 2019, please again call Karen or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. All right, let's talk about these spring feasts, right? Turn in your Bibles to Leviticus 23. Now, by now you know in Leviticus 23, we find God speaking to us about his moedim that we are to keep forever. What's moedim? Moedim is the Hebrew word. It means appointed place or appointed time, or a meeting to set up an appointment. So all of the Moedim, or these appointments, or meetings, are with God. That's what these festivals are in Leviticus 23. We meet with God. All God's appointed times in Leviticus 23, I realize it's the Hebrew Scriptures, but they all deal with Yeshua. They reflect what has happened or what is going to happen. And you're, you, you might be thinking, well, my friends, my Jewish friends don't know Yeshua. How come they don't see him in Leviticus 23? Well, that's a good question. Stay tuned these next couple weeks. And you'll get the answer to that, okay? And, and I want you to share with your Jewish friends. Bring them to a Passover Seder, you know? Bring them to our services. Look, the spring appointed times have all already been fulfilled. The fall appointed times will be fulfilled sometime in the future. So let's begin with the appointed time that begins in Leviticus 23, the Shabbat. Okay, so it's not really a spring-appointed time. It's an every-week-appointed time, right? But it's easy to remember because it comes every week, right? The Sabbath, Shabbat. Leviticus 23, 1. Then Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to B'nai Yisrael and tell them, These are the appointed Moedim, of Adonai, which you are to proclaim to be holy convocations, my moedim. Work may be done for six days, but the seventh day is a Shabbat of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You are to do no work. It is the Shabbat to Adonai in all your dwellings. So nowhere here... And nowhere in Leviticus 23 does it say that these are Jewish holy days. These are appointed times, and I believe these appointed times are for all believers. So let's look at Pesach, or we would say Passover, and the Feast of Matzot, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Verse 4 of Leviticus 23 These are the appointed feasts of Adonai, holy convocations, which you are to proclaim in their appointed season. During this first month, on the 14th day of the month, in the evening is Adonai's Passover. On the 15th day of the same month is the feast of Matzot, or Matzah, to Adonai. For seven days you are to eat Matzah. Now, most Jews have put these two appointed times into one called Passover. So, they're even though they are separated a little in Scripture, they are put together by Jewish people, and so we call each of these the the uh, from the Adonai's Passover and the Feast of Matzah. We call all together as one Passover. Okay. And, uh, Passover, as I mentioned before, is a reminder of God's deliverance from slavery. In other words, salvation, redemption, redemption from Egypt. Egypt symbolizes sin. Uh, and so, um, and we see that God wants us to be released from sin and go to the promised land, representing God's will for us. Okay. So in Leviticus, Twenty three six. As we read it, this is a, a bread unleavened bread. So that means it's without yeast. It will not rise or get puffed up <laughs> like some of us, right? <laughs> symbolizes no sin. So unleavened bread symbolizes that there's no sin. Yeshua is that unleavened bread, and and that's why. We use unleavened bread for the Lord's Supper, or communion, as you might know it. The bread of life, Yeshua is the bread of life, who had no sin, cleanses us from all our sin, because he is the Lamb of God, the final sacrifice. As we read in John one twenty nine. the next day, John sees Yeshua coming to him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. So the Passover Seder is when we come together as a family and as friends to revisit the story of the Exodus. And that's really important because God wants us to remember. The most prominent Passover Seder, the one everybody should know, is the one Yeshua celebrated with his Talmudim, with his disciples, right? Their Seder... On that night, prior to his crucifixion, included lamb, which we find in Luke twenty two eight. It included bitter herbs, which we find in Matthew twenty six twenty three, and the washing, right? John thirteen one through fifteen, and matzah, which is the unleavened bread, we find in Matthew twenty six twenty six. We're going to talk a lot more in-depth about Passover in a later broadcast. But right now, I'm just trying to provide for you an overview, okay? So then we go to Leviticus 23.9, and again it says, Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to B'nai Yisrael and tell them, When you have come into the land which I give to you and reap its harvest, then you are to bring the omer of the first fruits of your harvest to the kohen. Now, first fruits in Leviticus 23:9 remind us of God's resurrection power. So in 1 Corinthians 15:20 it says this, but now Messiah has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also has come through a man. For as in Adam all die, so also in Messiah will all be made alive. But each in its own order, Messiah the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Messiah. So people ask me all the time, I think yesterday was the last time, uh, do Messianic Jews celebrate Easter? And really the more important question is, do Messianic Jews celebrate the resurrection of Yeshua? Yes, when we celebrate Yom HaBikurim, the Feast of the First Fruits, which is just after the resurrection or, or, or the Passover Seder. So we see... That there is a timeline here, even in Leviticus 23, that we can attribute later on to Yeshua. But we'll talk more about that uh, in later days, right? Um, Then we have, in Leviticus 23.15, counting the Omer. Then you are to count from the morrow after the Shabbat from the day that you brought the Omer of the Wave offering, seven complete Shabbatot, or Sabbaths, until the morrow after the seventh Sabbath, you are to count 50 days and then present a new grain offering to Adonai. So counting the Omer starts uh, really the day after Passover. And every day we count, We're reminded of this link, right, that I talked about before between Passover, which is all about the deliverance from Egypt, and Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks, Pentecost, which is all about the giving of the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, the law, and secondly, the Ruach, the Spirit of God, which we see in the book of Acts. So... Let me repeat, on that day, Shavuot, we received the law, and then a lot later, we received the spirit. It reminds us that the redemption from slavery is not complete until we receive God's instructive word, right? It also reminds us that without God's spirit, we don't have the ability to understand his word nor the strength to keep it. It further reminds us that we need to wait upon the Lord and know that God is using this time for our growth and and also that God took us from bondage to freedom, and this is his will today that we take this journey from the things that have held us in bondage, which is sin, to the freedom in Yeshua in receiving his atonement so that we can enter into the promised land that he has prepared for us. So as we read about Shavuot, or the Feast of Weeks, Leviticus 23.16, until the morrow after the seventh Shabbat, you are to count 50 days, right, and then present a new grain offering to Adonai. In verse 21, you are to make a proclamation on that same day, that there is to be a holy convocation, and you shall do no regular work. This is a statute forever in all your dwellings throughout your generations. Shavuot, meaning the Feast of Weeks, is a reminder, as I said, that God gave us the law at Mount Sinai in Exodus 20, and then a reminder that God gave us the power of his Spirit in Acts 2. Now, another thought about this is these dates with Easter and Passover coinciding. Well, Constantine the I, a Roman Empire, and the Council of Nicaea in 325, this council unanimously ruled that Easter should be celebrated on the first Sunday after the full moon, If the full moon should occur on a Sunday and coincide with Passover, Easter should be celebrated on the Sunday after. The purpose here was that they didn't want Easter and Passover to be at the same time. The idea was to separate them. And I believe this is another example, as we talked about in past weeks, of anti-Semitism, which we have been, you know, so... This was the idea was so that people would not confuse the two, and and that uh, Christians then would have nothing to do with Passover. In fact, uh, the holidays, the uh, which are I guess now called Jewish holy days, but they're Moedim. They're not for just for Jews. Um, these were outlawed at that time, but you know. The question might be, should Christians celebrate these Moedim, these appointed times in Leviticus 23? Well, Colossians 2.16 says, Therefore, do not let anyone pass judgment on you in matters of food or drink or in respect to a festival or a new moon or Shabbat. These are a foreshadowing of things to come, but the reality is, is Messiah. So we see here that this scripture is saying these are about Yeshua. So don't pass judgment if people want to celebrate these festivals. And if you don't want to celebrate it, we won't pass judgment on you either, right? Look, so you can celebrate it. You don't have to. But why not? Yeshua celebrated it, right? Paul celebrated it. There are these are scriptural appointed times that God says to keep forever. It I, I understand it's not a church tradition, so you decide whatever God is saying to your heart. But as you learn about these scriptures and as you learn about these Moedim, feel free to visit us, and we'll have a great time uh, worshiping the Lord together. Romans 14.4 says, Why are you to judge another's servant before his own master he stands or falls? Yes, he shall stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day over another, while another judges every day alike. Let each be convinced in his own mind. The one who observes that the day does so to the Lord. The one who eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And the one who abstains, abstains to the Lord, and he gives thanks to God. For none of us lives for himself, and none dies for himself. So the the idea here is, is strictly that God is giving us freedom to celebrate or not. And, you know, I'm running out of time, so I, I would like to encourage you once again, first of all, we'll continue this um, next week and and for a few weeks, actually, but uh, we'd love for you to come to our Congregational Passover Seder. It is on Sunday, uh, the 21st in the afternoon, so it's after church. Uh, It's going to be at the Hilton near the airport Um, so we'd love to have you come, but you will need reservations. It's a full dinner and we're going to be there a little while. So join us on this Passover Seder. Uh, you also have time to invite one of our rabbis to your church to give a Passover demonstration or speak about the feasts and why they're important to Christians. You can also get our Haggadah, which is a booklet for each person at your table so that you can lead your own Passover Seder at your house with family and friends. Uh, Each Haggadah booklet is $3. Call Karen at 813 831 5673 She'll take care of you. Also, we have the Counting of the Omer booklet, also $3. It's a devotional booklet. You'll love it. It's going to bring you closer to God. And I've talked a little bit about that, so please uh, order that from Karen and and give them as gifts. I, I think people will really appreciate them. Also, put down April 28th for our March of Remembrance. We'd love for you to join us, okay? Come bring churches, make signs, walk. Walk with us uh, in in St. Pete. Everyone who stands for human rights, especially those from the Jewish and church communities, is invited to attend. Let us declare in one voice, never forget. Okay, well, that's all I have time for. So I pray that God has touched your heart and that you will grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father,
0: God is my hand